You're listening to Mind to Muscle. My name's Chantal. And I'm Meg. Whether you're tuning in from your bed, a walk on the treadmill, or your commute to work, we're so happy you're here. If you're back listening to us from our previous episode, or if it's your first time tuning into Mind to Muscle, thank you, thank you, thank you. Episode six, ladies and gentlemen. Here, here we, we are. go. <laughs> <laughs> happy to be here as always. So exciting. So exciting. Meg and I had a super busy, exciting day today. We did. Yeah, it was great. We like got up and met up right in the morning, drove downtown, got some tattoos. So fun. It was such, we went out for dinner afterwards. We just made like a really nice recording day. (laughs) Yeah. And we decided that every day should be like that. Not not every day. Every recording day should be like this. It should always be full of fun events. Almost like ourselves. celebrate every time. Yeah. It's a recording night, you know? It's kind of fun. Because the two weeks in between the recording nights feels long. Oh feels my gosh. So I was long. thinking this the other day, like when we were chatting a little bit about today, I was like, it feels like a full month that we've gone, like even releasing an episode and recording one. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like two weeks is a long time. It feels like sometimes. Yeah, it really does. But thanks everyone for tuning in. We're so happy to have you here. And we're just going to like go with the flow again this week. Yeah, we got really good feedback last week. That was the first time for anybody that doesn't remember that we didn't structure our podcast. We knew what we were going to be talking about and what our theme for that podcast was, but we didn't write down our points or things that we'd be going over, things to go in depth with. And we just had like a real conversation that we would day to day anyways. Yeah. And- Someone brought it to our attention that like maybe we should try it that way. And we're like, we loved it. We Mm -hmm. even loved it. It It was was the easiest one to record yet. And it was fun. Like it's all fun, but that one was just so easy. Yeah. With the previous ones, like you've said, they've all been fun. Yeah. But it felt more like we had to not necessarily stick to a script, but there was like so much that we had written down that we wanted to cover. Yeah. And we would always watch the time. We're like, oh, are we going to timing, you know? And that can become stressful too. It can. And it doesn't take the fun away from it, but this just feels so much more fun sitting on the couch, popping on headphones, picking up a mic and just chatting. Exactly. And that's the whole point of this. Anyways, we want you guys to feel like you're with us chatting like giving us input on our conversation and I feel like that's the best way we can do that Mm -hmm. so here we are here we are and we kind of want to feel like we should tease this and get people's thoughts and opinions but we've had a few people reach out to us saying that they'd be interested in being a guest on our Mm -hmm. podcast which is so interesting amount of people do that which I love which is so exciting it's so great that like people are as excited about this as we are they want to be a part of it um so I think that's probably something that we'll do sooner than later. Yeah, we have a lot of you in mind that we would love to have on here. If um, that sounds intriguing to you, please let us know and we'll get on that sooner than later. But also, if you're somebody that think you think you could add value to this podcast, totally. if you really from any walk of life, we've had doctors reach out, we've had social workers, personal trainers, yep. anything that has to do with how moving your body can really enhance your mindset Mm -hmm. if you fall into that category somewhere and you want to hop on the show with us please reach out yeah yeah or like if you're going through something in life and you're coping with it in a certain way that you think may help other people Mm -hmm. um that would be awesome too like anyone yeah Truly. Yeah, it's super exciting that we've had quite a good amount of you reach out to us about that. So we're definitely going to jump on that. Mm-hmm. It'll, that'll be it. a lot of fun. Like we said, today we're just going to 
hang out really we have even less of a structured podcast today than we did last time we definitely do um (laughs) we just kind of want to shoot the shit I know and I'm I'm here for it yeah we had a busy day so like it's good to just unwind and chat sit on the couch with a coffee at 9 24 p.m <laughs> i promise you i'll still sleep like a rock tonight like i absolutely will too yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm not one of those people that can't have coffee after 5 p.m like it's it's wild i oh can just my drink meg and i are actually on our second coffee right now <laughs> yeah again let me reiterate 9 24 p.m this is our second coffee wild not today we had no like in a row yeah (laughs) Yeah, like we just finished our first coffee like half hour ago and went directly to the coffee machine and just poured another one but I think I I have so much caffeine in my day-to-day that my body's got to be immune to it at this point like even I start my day by having pre-workout like (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) I wake up all the caffeine in the world hello (laughs) so my body's probably like this hot coffee is nothing compared to oh 100% what you're pouring in there at 5 (laughs) a.m no not even close not even close you're you're good over there Meg we're all good we're good (laughs) but we posted on our Instagram a question box to see if there was anything anybody wanted us to talk about in particular today and we got some good interesting answers yeah we really did one that I thought was really interesting that I can't believe we haven't really thought to talk about ourselves is what we've learned since Mm. kicking off our fitness journey. Mm -hmm. I love this. This is very, very good. I feel like the list is endless. I've learned so so much. And I kind of like forget what my life was like before fitness. Mm -hmm. So when I sit there and actually think of what I've learned, I feel like I've learned everything in my life. Yeah. Because of that. <laughs> yeah, because you've been into fitness for a really long time. Yeah, seriously though, like like seriously into fitness for probably three years now. But still, even before that, I feel like, who was I? Mm-hmm. Like I don't even recognize myself. Which is crazy because it makes us forget like how far we've come. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because we just feel like this is all stuff. This is a mindset I know this isn't a mindset I've had forever. It's a, it's a very new mindset to me. I'm so appreciative of it because it uh, has really elevated my life in so many ways. But I forget what I was like before. That's what I mean. Like yeah. I don't. I think back on it and I'm like, what was I doing? But Who that was, was only I a year ago? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. eh? it is crazy. It's really crazy to think about. But so much. <laughs> I've learned so much. Yeah. One of the things, one of the biggest things I've learned, which I feel like we've like really honed in on this the past few episodes. So we might be getting redundant at this point. But learning to love myself, that mm. is probably the biggest accomplishment I've had this past year. No amount of muscle I've gained on my body. Nothing. I can't even think of another <laughs> yeah, achievement. But how but- freaking cool is that? Like, there is people that go their entire lifetime with not truly loving themselves and mm. you've already found that. That's amazing. But it was life-changing. Like, yeah, truly. absolutely. And it all came from moving my body for sure. Like I didn't start loving myself and having self-confidence and then I started going to the gym. Like it really took me putting myself in – taking myself out of my comfort zone, mm-hmm. doing something that made me really uncomfortable – to build that self-confidence pushing yourself like that doing things that are so uncomfortable to you or so new to you and holding that promise to yourself you said you were going to do it Mm -hmm. and then you go and you do do it really that is what works towards building your self-confidence when you do those things to make yourself proud and doing things that you never thought were possible of you doing Mm -hmm. and being like damn yeah 
right like that's a, a cool friggin' feeling yeah. yeah like our tattoo artist today oh yeah because we just got matching cute little tattoos but she was telling us like she's a very she's a pretty well-known artist for our area yeah. i would feel like mm-hmm. and she was telling us about we were just asking her how she got into it and how she got started and it's crazy because she said she's only been tattooing the past year mm-hmm. and she's like good she's She's really really good super good yeah but she was telling us like in high school that she was always telling herself I could never do that she always wanted to tattoo but I could never do that because she was so shy and it's just crazy if you tell yourself and it's cool like she went actually down the line of permanent makeup and because she was still tattooing Mm -hmm. but not the way she wanted to tattoo but it was still there but she never thought she could mm-hmm. she actually just, tattoo and be a tattoo artist. Dip in her toe in. Yeah. With the and she's makeup. like, okay, well, this will do because it's all I'm good at. You yeah. know, it's all I'm only good enough to do per- permanent makeup, which is still incredible. Mm-hmm. Like permanent makeup artists, damn, they're out of this world and amazing. But when you really want to be a tattoo artist of art on people's mm-hmm. bodies. It's intimidating. It's so intimidating. And it's just, it's different than permanent makeup. Mm-hmm. Right. And. I guess you get a lot more freedom and whatever else. And she started doing it during COVID, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. Here we are just telling her whole life story. Yeah, here, but- <laughs> she could be out here telling it. But last thing I'll throw in was she had mentioned that people, um, she was nervous people wouldn't trust her. Yeah. And any of her clients or permanent makeup clients that she had asked when she started body tattooing, if she could tattoo them, mm-hmm. were all saying, you've tattooed my face. You can definitely right. tattoo my arm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like, I think you'll do just fine if you do my face. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she was the perfect example of how believing in yourself changes everything. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as she took that leap to go towards her dream of being a tattoo artist, again, guys, she's been doing this for a year. Her Instagram blew up. She works at a really, really, really well-known tattoo salon, parlor, studio. Studio, whatever you want to call um, it, which is Ink and Water. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I guess we could absolutely advertise that ink and water. It was it was amazing. It was such a cool experience. You've been there before. It was my first time, though. But um, just in a year's time, her she's absolutely flourished in her life because she started believing she could. She does like guest work in New York. Mm -hmm. Her TikTok's also blown up like and she's just flourishing like she's just killing it and Mm -hmm. loving her life, loving it. And it was cool to see her talk about it today because she like shined through it. She it was did, really, really didn't awesome. She? Yeah, I loved it. She looked so happy. Yeah, I ugh, I loved it. But that's something that is a perfect example of like you have to make yourself uncomfortable to do scary things to be rewarded with what you deserve. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, it can sound a little crazy if, when you say that, but you really just have to believe in yourself. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, anytime you have to do something that feels scary or uncomfortable, you pay attention, you will be rewarded. Always. Always. Yeah. Always. It's wild, right? Like you you have to actually just pay attention to it and know you'll be rewarded and it will fall into your lap. It's pretty crazy. Well, the universe, (laughs) sorry to get hoodoo voodoo. I know we haven't really talked like this on here yet, but when you put yourself out of your comfort zone and you do something that's hard, the universe will always reward you. Always. It always will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back to what we've learned. It's yeah. just like a whole new lifestyle is what we've learned. Right. And I've mentioned this before on a previous episode, but it is a practice guys. It doesn't just happen overnight. You don't just wake up and immediately love yourself and immediately have all the self-confidence and immediately have discipline. It is an everyday 
practice. Yeah. Um, it's a skill that you need to build within yourself. And if you want it bad enough, you can do it. Mm-hmm. If you want it bad enough, it's easy. If you want it bad enough, it will happen. Exactly. Because you will make it happen. This is where I always think of the quote, your priority is your decision maker. Yeah. And when you break it down, you really think about that. It's true. It's so true. Like when you think of that quote, like it hits deep. Yeah. It's so true. Like yeah. if you have a goal mm-hmm. and you're given an opportunity to take a step forward towards that goal, could be anything. Could be you want to start going to the gym and the only time that you can make it to the gym is the morning. But you snooze your alarm when you wake when you're it goes off in the morning. Yep. <laughs> at that time that you would have to get ready to go to the gym. Going to the gym is not a priority for you because you're the decision you made was to continue to sleep and not go. And, and that and can be hard to hear. It can be hard to hear because I hear people. When you're saying that, I hear. I can never wake up in the morning like, like you do. <laughs> it's not true. The gym is a priority though. It still is a priority just because I, I hit snooze. Just because I hit snooze, it still is. No, it's not. I'm sorry, but it's not as a big enough priority. Mm-hmm. If your only time is to go in the morning yeah. and you are snoozing your alarm. Every day. It's not a priority. Granted, I don't know what anybody's life is like. I'm sure there's a lot of busy moms out there that maybe aren't getting enough sleep. You know the difference between when your body needs but, the rest and, and when you're just being lazy. Absolutely. But, but also hear me out <laughs> because I, I get very sensitive on this topic because I could get You are like, a mom because you I experience am a it yourself. And I do work full time and I have two boys who are so busy and it's like there's been times where I'm up all night with them because one of them is sick or I'm not well or whatever the case may be. They're having bad dreams all night. And I know I can't go to the gym that morning because I need them. I need to be there for them in the morning, A. And B, I only got three hours of sleep that night. So I either have a rest day that day and make sure I get my butt to the gym every other day that week. Or as soon as I put them to bed at night, I do a home workout in the basement or something Mm -hmm. or in my living room or a thing of yoga, anything. But I don't cheat myself out. I, I don't. Exactly. Because that's losing that trust that I've built with myself I've promised myself I want to do this I have told myself I want to do this if I can't keep that promise to myself I can't keep that promise to anyone or to Mm -hmm. any part of me so I just get very like passionate about this topic because it's like we're all tired Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if you're a mom if you're not everyone has their own shit everyone you know everybody has their own shit yeah and if you snooze your alarm a million times i don't care what you're telling me the gym isn't a priority to you Mm -hmm. getting in shape isn't a big enough priority which is fine totally but don't make it your priority yeah well (laughs) don't like you know (laughs) exactly yeah you can't complain every day about it not working out if you're not exactly taking the steps yeah and maybe it's just not your time to get in shape and go to the gym choose choose something else choose something smaller don't don't set yourself up for failure mm-hmm. like if you know going to the gym in the morning isn't realistic for your routine try something else yeah. or tell yourself you'll do it two times a week mm-hmm. start off with like baby steps you know yeah and you talked about this a few episodes ago baby goals mm-hmm. baby Setting goals are so important before you set massive goals to yourself so that you can build slowly but surely build that confidence and trust in yourself. Like, oh, guys, like how good does it feel to check something off of your to-do list? It feels amazing. It feels so good. So if you start with like these little baby goals, small Mm -hmm. things, Mm -hmm. I'm going to fold my laundry when I get home from work. Yep. There are, and I still do this. I will tell myself I'm going to do something like that and I don't. But you feel so good. I know. And so proud of yourself. And heck yeah, I can do this when you do something like that. Exactly. And especially I find when you're... 
I've, I'm a huge believer in don't go from zero to 100. Just don't do it because then you're just only going to disappoint yourself and you'll give up faster and you'll be so discouraged and it's a shitty feeling. But when you go like one step in front, one foot in front of the other, it makes all the difference, mm-hmm. right? Like I was just saying, like, don't tell yourself you're going to go to the gym five times a week if you know that's really damn hard. Like, just say two times a week mm-hmm. and you'll be so happy you did that. Exactly. Yeah. That's such a great way to think about it. Yeah, you don't need to go to the gym five times a week. Yeah. And, and on top of the what we were just talking about, it's okay to have bad days. We it's all o- are going to have them. Exactly. Yeah, even Meg and I. <laughs> but it's important that you pick yourself up the next day mm-hmm. and you go back to your routine. Yeah, very important. Because that's where we fall off. If you have a crazy day where you can't make it to the gym, if that's your goal, it's important that the next day you make an effort to be there. Absolutely. For yourself. Yeah. I have a really good example of that actually last week. I think it was last week that just happened. Yeah. So last weekend, we took my youngest son to Niagara Falls for his birthday. And just for one night, actually, like the Saturday we went and came home Sunday. But I was so off of my routine. And mm. granted, I don't usually even work out on the weekends. Yep. But I was just like, I don't know. I just let loose, right? Like I'm eating everything. My sleep is off. I'm like not paying attention to anything going on. I don't even know what time it is. It was so great. And it's so good to do that. Like you have to disconnect and just like go away for a little bit. But coming home, the Sunday I was exhausted. I even had a nap. The Monday I didn't go to the gym when I usually do because I was so tired. It was almost like I had a hangover from a vacation I didn't even drink on. Like it was (laughs) wild. I'm like, what is happening? And it just showed me how much I thrive off of off of routine. But um, the Tuesday, I didn't want to go to the gym the Tuesday either. I was like, I, I'm craving my routine, but I don't want to do the work. Yeah, I didn't want to meal prep. I, I didn't want to do any of it. But I, I forced myself to go. And do you know I didn't feel, quote unquote, myself until like Wednesday, Thursday? It took a couple days. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But I forced myself the Tuesday didn't beat myself up about the Monday, forced myself the Tuesday and forced myself the Wednesday and just felt so much better. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I was proud of myself. Yeah. Because it's when you're doing the things that you don't want to do. And when you do them, you're like, oh, damn, I'm, I'm good. I can do this. I, I could conquer the world right now. Yeah. <laughs> like you're so proud of yourself and everyone deserves to feel proud of themselves. I truly believe that like being proud of yourself is what being high on life feels like. Mm-hmm. I think that sounds like a little funny, but no, I not feel like <laughs> that is what we should always be chasing. We should Absolutely. always be going after doing the thing that's hard and is going to make us feel proud of ourselves because that's how we grow. Yeah. And if you think of it, especially like moms listening and and even not moms, actually, like we've all been a child at one point in our lives. When you're a kid, like everyone's cheering you on. Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone's like you're bringing home your math homework and you're getting like big hugs and you're getting like, oh, my gosh, good job. You're amazing. <laughs> no one does that to adults. Mm-mm. Right. Who who does that? Exactly. We need to do more of that. Even if like we're not getting that from the people we love, we need to just do that for ourselves. You need to be your own biggest you cheerleader need to do that because you are the only person mm-hmm. that will make your goals come to life. And you're the only person that's going to stand in the way of them. Exactly. You're equal. Like, you're equally both of those people. It doesn't matter how many people tell you no. If you continue to keep going, someone is going to say yes. Right. 
If exactly. You, there's no way. If you consistently keep working at something and you consistently continue to believe in yourself and every rejection is a redirection of somewhere else that you try another avenue, it will work. But it, And that's exactly what it is, right? Like anytime you get rejected for anything, anytime you get told no, anytime you get let down, quote unquote, it's just redirecting you into where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's a gift. Rejection is a gift. It really is. And it's hard to think of that when you're bummed out or when you're down on yourself. But it, it's so important to remember that. Mm-hmm. And back to you saying you're going to have bad days. Like it's so important to remind yourself that because when you're trying so hard to better yourself and better your mindset and become a different person on this journey, it's incredible, but it also can be tricky when you're first starting out and you do have a bad day because we tend to forget that we're allowed to have those bad days. Yeah. We're still human beings. Like we're going to have shitty days. Things are going to happen to us that are out of our control and that are terrible a loss of a loved one or something's going to happen in life where you at that moment in time don't know why that's happening yeah, and can't find that reason. But knowing that there is a light at the end of the tunnel is everything. Mm -hmm. And knowing that it's going to be okay is everything. Truly. And I think that that, on the topic of things we've learned, (laughs) because we've gone way deep (laughs) into this, um, I think that's something that's something I've learned to give grace to myself. Yeah, absolutely. Because I do remember when I started working out, it was great. It was amazing right off the bat. And it really did make me feel incredible right off the bat. But I was way too hard on myself. Mm-hmm. I needed to go to the gym five days a week. And if I didn't make it to the gym, that day was going to suck. Like, yeah, no ifs, ands or buts. Like that was what got my day started properly. And if I didn't go in the morning, it was just going to be a crappy day. But, and it led to so much, like a different kind of anxiety than like what I was experiencing before, of course, Mm -hmm. but it would stress me out so much if there was, if I slept past my alarm by accident, if I, I had so many minor injuries in the beginning, like just trying to figure out how to do stuff properly and pulling a muscle in your shoulder, like so many minor injuries that stopped me from being able to go work out because my body needed the rest and the recovery, but I would beat myself up so much Mm -hmm. and why I don't know why nobody it's I wasn't meeting anybody at the gym like it's not like my personal trainer was there and I had to be there for her it was just me against me yeah and I was beating myself up for it which is so wild because why and over time like I definitely do not beat myself up about rest days anymore Mm -mm, no you do not not at all I love them (laughs) yeah but I've also just learned so much about rest and recovery. And I think that's why I don't beat myself Mm -hmm, up. Like mm -hmm. so many people don't realize how important rest and recovery is to not just their body, but their progress. Yeah. If you're not allowing your body to rest and recover as much as it needs, you're not going to get the progress that you want. That could Mm -hmm. be in building muscle, losing fat. It doesn't matter what it is. I know. Yeah, you have. It's okay. This might be tricky to touch on a little bit but I'm just gonna dive right in in. yeah I'm just gonna do it I feel like especially losing fat is tricky because and it's hard coming from me guys okay because that's not my goals are different than that and that's okay but when you're trying to lose weight and correct me if I'm wrong anyone listening you almost like have that mindset where you feel like you have to work out more to lose weight Mm -hmm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. like you almost feel like 
well, well, if I don't work out today, I'm going to gain a few pounds. Like it's in your, it's all in your mind. Everything's in your mind, every single thing. But a lot of people here, you need rest to build your progress as in like building your muscles and stuff. Like your Mm -hmm. muscles are built over um, your rest days and yada, yada, yada. But like if you're trying to lose weight, it's the same thing. You have to give your body the rest. You Mm -hmm. absolutely have to. But when I know a lot of people that are trying to lose weight and they just have the mindset of like, I have to keep going to the gym. Mm -hmm. Or if I don't work out today, I have to have an active rest day. No, no, no. Like you have to literally let your body just chill. Yeah. And recover. Because if you think about how much your progress can be hindered by stress, mm-hmm. just stress at work, anything in your life, your relationship at home will be affected if you mm-hmm. are experiencing stress at work. You're not as good of a mom because you're super stressed at work. Stress affects everything in your life. It's the same with working out. And it's not just mental stress. Working out is stress on your body, yep. which of course it's hard. It's really uncomfortable. Like you can feel that it's stress on your body. If you're not giving your body a break from that stress, your progress is not going to be as good as it could be because you're just constantly putting this stress on your body. Mm-hmm. It may not be mental, so you're not thinking about it as stress. Yeah. But it's a different type and it still is hindering your progress the same way. Exactly. It's so important to have rest days. Mm-hmm. So important. There is, we've said it in the past, but we're not personal trainers. So do your own research. We strongly recommend, but. There's so much research available at the touch of our fingers. Oh, yeah. To, in anything. Yeah, we're so lucky. We're, we're so lucky to live in this world with so much access to anything. You want to know anything? Google. Google <laughs> to your best friend sometimes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Until your stomach hurts and all of yeah. a sudden you have a You're tumor. You're dying in and... three days. So. <laughs> yeah. It's three days? <laughs> That's all you got. <laughs> so, yeah, like we said, there is a list of a million things that we've learned that we could go on and on and on and on forever about. But I think we've been talking about what we've learned for half an hour on its own. Oh my gosh. I could go (laughs) on about it though, because I've learned so much. Um, We were also on Instagram asked about our morning routines though, which is also another interesting question because Chantal and I's morning routines differ heavily. Yeah. She's a mom. Like you've heard her talk about. I am not. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 interesting and pretty cool how different Meg and I's lives, lives, lives. <laughs> Probably the above. <laughs> Our worlds, whatever, are different, right? Like it's, it's nice because I feel like a lot more people can relate. They mm-hmm. can either relate to Meg or they can relate more to me or both of us in certain circumstances. But yeah, like Meg said, I'm a mom of two boys. Meg's not, but she has a sweet little puppy at home and like Meg works at home full-time a very like high demanding job whereas I work out of my house full-time so it's we live two very different lives and it's nice to hear I don't know maybe how we got our day started Mm -hmm. differently or the same yeah I think kick us off yeah I have like a few different morning routines I should say but they're very like structured so Mondays and Tuesdays I usually start work at 8 a.m. So I have to be at the gym for five, like starting my workout no later than 5.15. So I get up super early. I'm at the gym. I bring all my stuff with me. So I have to make sure the night before I'm set up for my next day. Like my lunch and everything is packed in the fridge. Um, I have my work clothes out, my towel for the shower, my makeup packed, my gym clothes out. Like everything needs to be aligned and ready for me to just pick it up and go out the door the next morning. Because I do, no one wants to do that at 4.30 in the morning. Um, 
So Mondays and Tuesdays, I always am at the gym super early and I have to get my workout in and not mess around. Just get it done and get in the shower by like seven o'clock because I have to leave no later than like 7.20. So that gives me like literally 20 minutes to shower, get ready for work and go. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty rushy. I don't love it, to be honest with you. I don't love that. But it's, I got to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing my workout at night. So I have, that's my only option. And then I really look forward to Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, which is the majority of my week um, because I don't have to be at the gym right at five. I'm usually there at 530, but I don't have to rush. I don't have to shower there. So on those days, I just get there. I take my time with my workout. I go home. I have a nice coffee. I hang out with my boys. I do I read and then I can like get back to emails if I can but I'm always that's what I'm doing in the morning eat a nice yummy breakfast and either take the boys to school or I just get my butt to work but that's literally my week's worth of routine. (laughs) Tell us more about your breakfast though. So when I go to work it's already packed in my bag I meal prep my breakfasts no questions asked anymore like I have to because I used to be terrible with eating breakfast and um, I just know I need it now. So I do little egg muffin bites. So I pack two of those, a Greek yogurt and a protein shake. So I pack that for work. Um, and when I get to work, I just heat it up, eat my yogurt while it's heating up. And then while my first client is processing, which is usually around nine o'clock in the morning, 9.15, I drink my protein shake. So perfect that's done and then when I'm home I love it because I will have my two egg bites still and then maybe I'll make some like protein pancakes and like some eggs I can eat a lot when I'm home because I just like spread it out mm-hmm. um yeah and that's it's nice because it's more of like a chill breakfast yeah I could just like drink my coffee while doing it I'm not like ripping foil and mixing bleach while I'm like eating a breakfast <laughs> but you're meal prepping your breakfast which yeah. I feel like Like, no one could ever say I don't have time now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have to. And it's funny. Like, I used to never. I used to only meal prep my lunches. And then I realized how important my breakfast was to me that I just wasn't getting. Or I was, like, half-assing it. I would just have a Greek yogurt and a banana. And I'm like, that's not enough for me and my goals. That's Mm -hmm. not enough food. So, and truly, guys, I've had, like, issues with food in the past. So, this was hard for me. I had to teach myself how to build an appetite. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I know some people are like, oh, lucky you. But no, it's it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Like there was a long time where I would like force feed myself mm-hmm. just to get hungry again. So meal prepping my breakfast made me, A, I don't like wasting food. So if I've already made those egg bites and I see them in my lunch bag, I'm going to heat them up and eat them because I don't want to throw them in the garbage. So it would like force me to just eat it. And to be honest, like I don't love them I make them really yummy but with eggs sometimes I get like gaggy from them I was just about to ask you if you get the egg egg oh yeah absolutely that is so real (laughs) it's so real I get the egg egg all the time I force myself now to eat those two egg bites right in the morning no questions asked before anyone talks to me I just freaking eat them Before anyone talks to me, don't talk to me until I've had my advice. I mean, at work. I'll get you a mug that says that. Sorry, literally. (laughs) But I have to because I know that's a good source of protein. I know it has some veggies in it. So I just, I have to do it. I get the egg ick. I'll be craving eggs, want them so bad for breakfast, start cooking them. Oh, it's the smell. And by the time they're done, I'm like, this looks disgusting. Oh, it's the smell for me. It is the smell. When I'm cooking eggs like scrambled eggs I 
literally i'm like these smell disgusting i no longer want them i'm not a scrambled egg girl i don't Ooh. ever eat scrambled eggs i'm a dippy egg girl for I'm sure i'm definitely more of a dippy egg girl but scrambled eggs are just like i do like them i put they're like, easier mm. to eat i feel like like yeah. for dippy eggs i mm. need to have toast for the dippy oh absolutely and then i put the egg on this like i'll cut the piece of toast in half mm-hmm. one half is for the dippy and then the second half i use to eat the egg on top of love that. and i have to eat it like that like i can't Ooh, i like that a lot i lo- i want a good dippy egg now mm. dippy eggs are good dippy eggs are good. i don't ever get the ick from dippy eggs ever really yeah no never see it comes with like the texture yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm I don't want to weird. ruin it for anybody, so I'm not no, going to use I, the words to describe that I was what? going to. Like the goopy part? I was going to say boogery, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm like a weird food person. Like, I love that part. What? Okay, yeah. we just got to say it. Chantal likes raw bacon. Like, I just <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about weird food things. <laughs> it's true. Oh, my God. I haven't had it in years, so please don't judge me. Well, well she actually, just had to because she got pregnant. Yeah, it's, it's not like messed you. up. It's messed up, guys. I used to eat raw bacon, okay? Sorry oh the- no it's okay it was gonna come out eventually <laughs> you said weird food person i'm like oh it's yeah gotta, I have okay to say so it. now i'll just say it i like my scrambled eggs like runny like i could eat that not super runny but like i like them goopy yeah it's so gross but that that's i don't know it goes hand in hand with raw bacon i guess <laughs> everyone probably has so many questions about that i think that guys. um runny scrambled eggs aren't really on the same level as raw bacon <laughs> I feel like raw bacon is a little... It's messed up. It's messed up. Like my like if my you, parents used to have to hide it from me. If you me. wonder Ew, who goes f- to a restaurant and orders a blue steak, it's Chantel. Oh, blue, I'm not blue, kidding. Blue. Don't, even, don't even cook it. Just bring it. Like no. I find... This is so messed up. You guys are probably going to think so differently of me now. I'm sorry. But like I look at raw meat and find it appetizing. Very. I, I wish you guys could see my face. <laughs> my jaw. Like is if gone. I look at a steak that's in a package, I'm like that looks more appetizing to me than when it's cooked. No. Okay, so like, you. <laughs> I would never eat it. What about chicken? Like it's liter- the same. <laughs> not to the exact degree but like raw chicken i have no problem with like i know people are like oh i, I don't it freaks me out oh no not me Mm-mm. but you see it in the package at the store and you're like that looks not good. raw chicken it does never grosses me out but steak absolutely i'm like oh yum okay okay i'm happy raw chicken doesn't give you that feeling. Mm, no but it, like spice it, it up maybe and it could. <laughs> put some pepper on that <laughs> Ew. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. I love that about you. Honestly, I do because I've never met anybody who likes raw bacon Isn't before. It wild? And it's just hilarious. I remember the fr- when you found that out and you, oh my God, that was so funny. But that was, I peed myself for the it's rest like of the night. It's like when I anyone think. finds out about that, like you guys are probably like, what the actual hell is wrong with you? But it's facts. Yeah, my parents used to have to hide it from me because I would literally <laughs> eat it. Out of the package like it was a snack. Freaking crazy stray dog. How am I I alive right now? How am I not seriously ill? I don't know. Um, I had to stop when I was pregnant for obvious reasons. And I just never have gone back because God forbid if my boys ever saw me cooking them bacon and just like eating a piece as we go. It's messed up to say out loud, but it's true. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. That's like one of the best things about you. I love it so much. (laughs) It's the best thing about me? Okay. Yeah, it's the best thing. (laughs) Just kidding. You have so much to freaking offer the world. But But guys, this goes back. I clearly had issues with food, okay? I didn't have a good relationship. (laughs) So you love the goopy about eggs. I do. 
Like I take when I'm cooking eggs for my family, I take mine off early. Whoa. And continue to cook. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) It's extreme. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, Rye will say to me, no snotty eggs, please. That's <laughs> what they are. That is what they are. They're snot eggs. He's like, I can't have snotty eggs. I'm like, ooh, I can. I can. Please. Yeah. I'll just take mine off early, babe. No That's problem. That's what I do. Just take mine off early. But I wanted to get into breakfast because okay, I feel sorry, like. Okay, sorry, whoa. Oh, my gosh. Raw bacon. Be. All good. Okay. Um, I feel like nobody thinks about meal prepping breakfast like we feel like that's like a meal that's just fine to be skipped but you're missing out on so much nutrition Mm -hmm. in that meal yep and if you're anything like me and have a hard time getting your protein intake that is a perfect opportunity to get it out of the way Mm -hmm. you're just I get so much protein in the morning Mm -hmm. and then I don't have to stress about it come like the evening which is so nice exactly yeah, it's just a, it's, I was going to say a breath of fresh air, but it's a peace of mind. <laughs> Those snotty eggs are just a breath of fresh air. <laughs> um, but like I was saying, my morning routine is nothing like Chantal's. It's far less structured, but I have two different types of mornings. My partner, Luke, works downtown Toronto, so he has to commute pretty early when he has to go in. He's only going in three days a week right now. So the days that he goes into the office, like we were saying, we have a puppy now. He's not actually sweet uh, Moby. He's about a year and a half. So he's not little, little puppy, but he is a rescue dog too. So he's pretty anxious Um, and he can be home by himself. He barks for a little bit though. And seven in the morning is probably not the time to leave our Mm -hmm. little pup at home barking. We live in an apartment, so other people would hear him. Um... So the mornings that Luke has to leave early, typically before we had Moby, I would have just left for the gym before he left for work and he would leave for work shortly after. But if Luke is going to be going in the office, he has to leave by seven. So I'll usually wake up around quarter after four to get to the gym for five to be able to make it back for seven um, to hang out with Moby so he doesn't get upset so that Luke can go into work. And then once I get home, there's really no structure to my morning at all there should be more of a structure because I'm also a person that thrives off of a structured routine but getting back just consists of eating breakfast which I am never hungry for like I have to shove that breakfast down my throat but it's very important for two reasons if you're not hungry in the morning and you're not trying to build muscle, you don't have to shove food down your throat. I know. I'm, I'm also not, not like really shoving it down yeah, my yeah, throat. Yeah, I'm no. not hating my life. I love food. I love food. Um, should try so, raw bacon sometime. Uh, really yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't like snotty eggs, I don't think I'm going to be on the raw bacon thing. Um, but it's important for two reasons. I'm trying to build muscle and I can't build muscle without protein and food to nourish my body. A and B... I just came back from a workout and because I'm trying to build muscle, I need to eat within a certain period of time so that my body can get the most protein and nutrients from that food. I could eat later in the day and I'm still going to get that protein and get the carbs and everything. Of course, it's going into my body, but coming home from a workout, your body is ready for it. Mm -hmm. It's like screaming for some protein, feed my muscles. So it's really important to eat within that one hour after getting home from the gym but it can be really hard because I'm not I'm not a breakfast person and I wasn't before I started working out. It's almost like you can probably relate to this, but it almost feels like a chore, right? Oh, it does. Yeah. And it's so crazy because before I started working out, when I knew I wanted to get into this, it was for the for physique reasons, right? I just mm-hmm. thought that I wanted to like look fit and burn all of the fat off my body and just like 
goals have changed since then. But I thought getting into it that food was going to be my biggest struggle because I it was going to be so hard to eat healthy. Okay. But food is my biggest struggle because it's so hard to eat enough. Yeah, just not for that reason. Not, yeah. Not because of the healthy portion of it. It's the amount. Well, eating quote-unquote healthy is way – that's a topic for a different episode, but it is way easier than people make it oh out to be. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's so almost like easier. we convince ourselves that it's so hard, so we just don't have to try. Totally. Totally. But I have barely, barely altered what I actually – the actual foods that I eat yep. since I started working out. Yeah. I still eat everything that I love. I just eat a whole heck of a lot more now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Me too. Me too. Like I don't restrict myself from anything. Mm -hmm. But But, yeah, if Luke's not going into the office, I can go a little bit later. I can get to the gym for like 630 and come home for 830 and all is well. But there's no structure in my morning. I just have to make sure I get to the gym and I have to make sure I eat when I get back. Yep. Um, But going to the gym in the morning is the, the best because... By the time I get home, like my day's started. I've been awake for two oh and a half to three hours. By the time I start work at nine, it's like the I'm afternoon just and ready to go. Yeah. 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 It's such a great feeling. It's it's the same with me when I start my first client at 8 a.m. And they're like crawling in the salon half asleep. And I'm just like, good morning. <laughs> like so much energy and so annoying. But I just love that because I can give them my best self and I can give them my best ability of work. And yeah, it's just, it's a good feeling to know that I am like geared and ready to go. But yeah. All right, guys. So there's episode six. Thank you again, as always, for being here. We appreciate all of you so much. We hope you enjoyed this style of episode. Mm-hmm. We hope you had a little bit of fun with us. If there's ever anything you want to hear us talk about, please don't ever hesitate to reach out and let us know. And then like we said at the beginning, if you would ever want to be on the podcast, let us know. How freaking fun. How fun is that? And you can find us at Mind to Muscle Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, we're always open to chat good bad anything you're kind of going through we love to chat people through hard times good times we love being your biggest cheerleader so never being your biggest cheerleader if something good happened that day tell us i I love getting so excited for people it's the best me too i love cheering you guys on so please know that those dms are always 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 open also if heaven forbid you don't hear back from us messages fall in the request folder yeah i think there's like some here and there that we've missed yeah i think so but too. i feel like i should just say that because i don't i think there's a couple of people we've sadly yeah missed, but i never feel bad to like reach again yeah, yeah yeah you will never be a bother mm-hmm. so we appreciate you all so much and we will catch you in a few weeks episode seven